Welcome to Reeling in the Years, also known as R-I-T-Y. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. This week, our theme is complete nonsense. So what do I mean by that? Well, these are song titles that simply don't make a lick of sense. Up first, we venture back to 1963 with a song that is a prime example of Phil Spector's Wall of Sound. Here are the Crystals with Da Do Ron Ron. She was just walking down the street singing Do what did it, did it, did it, do Snapping her fingers and shuffling her feet singing Do what did it, did it, did it, do She looked good, she looked fine She looked good, she looked fine And I nearly lost my mind Before I knew it, she was walking next to me singing Stay singing. Do what did it, did it, done, did it, do. Well, I 
From 1965, that was Sam, the Sham, and the Pharaohs with Wooly Bully. And that song is a reworking of the song Hully Gully by Big Bo and the Arrows. Manfred Mann gave us doo-wah diddy diddy, and we opened R.I.T.Y. with the Crystals and Da Do Ron Ron. This week's theme is songs with gibberish titles, and this next one was released as the third single from the Steve Miller Band's 1973 effort, The Joker. Here's Shubadadoo Ma 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 Ma.
feathers after the stalker. The hopes burst and shot joy on through the mind. Sorrow more distant than a star. Multicolor run down over your body. Then the liquid passing all into all. Love is hot. Truth is mountain.
John Lennon with his Gene Vincent cover. That was Bebop-a-Lula. From 1971, Wings did Bip Bop, and that's from their debut album, Wild Life. Coming up next hour, Paul McCartney will tell us the story behind the Beatles tune, Obladi, Oblada. And it was Donovan who kicked off the set with the title track from his 1969 release, Barabajegel. The Jeff Beck Group provided backing instrumentation on that song. This is RITY. I'm Ryan Jansen, and this week it's all about nonsensical song titles. And if you had to pick one song to represent this theme, I'd be willing to bet that this song would be top of mind. Ron Bushy was the drummer for the band Iron Butterfly, and here he is telling us about the group's 1968 Top 40 hit, In a Gata de Vida. It's about life itself, you know, whatever life means to you. It started off to be a, like a two-minute song. Uh, Doug Engel on organ, he wrote the song to begin with, and uh, it started out to be uh, In the Garden of Eden, and uh, he got drunk on some uh, Red Mountain wine, and I came back home from work that night. I was making pizzas at the time to supplement our income. And uh, he played this song for me. He came out uh, in the Garden of Eden instead of in the Garden of Eden. And I thought that was kind of clever, so I wrote it down. And it uh, came out uh, at rehearsal. Uh, instead of like a two-minute song, we all put our two cents in and uh, came out to 17 minutes. Kind of a trip through life, you know.
That was the Steve Miller Band with their worldwide hit from 1982, Abracadabra. And the police gave us de-doo-doo-doo, de-da-da-da. Singer Sting told Rolling Stone magazine in 1988 that the song is about the attraction that people have to simple songs, such as Do Wah Diddy Diddy and Da Do Ron Ron. And today on RITY, it's all about those simple songs with gibberish titles. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Jansen. Up next, it's a song that hit number one for Phil Collins in July of 1985. Here he is on Letterman talking about the song. Susu Studio. What does that mean exactly? What were you thinking of when you wrote that? It's a word that I made up. You know, I didn't even make it up. It just came out of my mouth when I was you know, recording at home. A word that just came out of your mouth. Yeah. And the world music buying public is supposed to put their money down for a word that just dropped out of your mouth. But they laughed at Bebop Alula, you know. Are you sure they laughed at it? I don't know. I wasn't around, but I'm sure <laughs> someone must have laughed. Bebop Alula, there was um, 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 which is a big hit as well. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> it's just tutti fruity. I mean. So now you're sitting there and you're just sort of phonetically making noise while you write this song. Yes. I write the music and then I sing into a microphone, blah, 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 blah. Studio, you know, just because the rhythm of the word felt so good, and um, and I was originally going to replace it, but I couldn't find a word that meant anything that <laughs> scanned as well, scanned as well. Uh-huh. So I got stuck with it. So I had to reverse it and think, okay, well, this is the word. What does it mean? So I invented a, a meaning, which is actually a girl's name. Have you ever anywhere you've ever been run into a woman named Susu Studio? But in, no, but in, in nine months' time, you never know. <laughs> I mean, we may have this. This may blossom. This may find its way, its way into, the, into the name book. Excuse me. Oh, excuse me. I don't know what's going on.
Little Anthony and the Imperials, throwing it back to 1959 with Shimmy Shimmy Coco Bop. The Coasters did Yakety Yak. We also heard from Bo Diddley with a song about the mythical town of Diddy Wah Diddy. And Little Richard began the set with his classic from 1955, Tutti Fruity. Originally, the song's lyrics were about a gay man. In fact, the original lyrics were Tutti Fruity Good Booty. If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it. Make it easy. Alrighty then, this is Real and in the Years. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. As always, thank you for tuning in. Our theme this week is songs with nonsensical titles, and coming up, it's The Block of Bees. This song opens Otis Redding's fifth and final studio album, Complete and Unbelievable, the Otis Redding Dictionary of Soul. Here's Fa, 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 Fa. side of life and the B side of life. I call that the B side of the game. Absolutely. The B side. It's like everybody want to hear the good stuff, but there's an entirely other B side that only real hustlers know about. Maybe it's on the B side of a record I already have. But you better prep for the B side. It's the game. It's the B side too. 
Greatest hits didn't do the trick. I'm down to B-sides and deep cuts. Here's Brian. Jensen. The time has come for the block of B's, four songs that link with this week's theme of gibberish song titles. The Annabelle Candy Company has become known for producing the Abba Zabba Bar, which is chewy taffy with a peanut butter center. The candy was a favorite of Don Van Vliet, a.k.a. Captain Beefheart. In fact, he loved the candy so much that he named this song after it. The tune was released as the B-side of Yellow Brick Road. From their 1967 album Safe as Milk, here's Captain Beefheart and his magic band with Abba Zabba. Run into me a cry 
preacher has a mustache You come into me with that soulful look on your face Come in looking like you never ever done one wrong thing Tyrannosaurus Rex, later known as T-Rex, with Salamanda Palaganda. That song was released as the B-side of One Inch Rock. 
Before that, Cream, with one of the most difficult song titles to pronounce, you heard Schwalabra. Or you could spell it out, S-W-L-A-B-R. The title is an initialism for She Walks Like a Bearded Rainbow. And yes, I know that doesn't make any sense. I'm sure heavy drug use was involved when they were naming that tune. And by the way, it was released as the flip side of Sunshine of Your Love. And Captain Beefheart opened the block of bees with Abba Zabba, which was the other side of Yellow Brick Road. Here's one more B-side with a title that's a whole bunch of mumbo-jumbo. It's the Jay Giles Band with the flip side of looking for a love. Here's Whammer Jammer.
Walk away, you gotta pay it. 
Oh. Uh-huh.
CCR with their cover of Ubi Doobie. That song was made famous by Roy Orbison. From their 1973 album Goat's Head Soup, the Rolling Stones gave us do-do-do-do-do. And we started things off with Peter Frampton and Doobie Wah. This is R.I.T.Y. I'm your host, Ryan Jansen. If you haven't noticed, the theme this week is songs with titles that are utter nonsense. This one is from the Beatles' White Album. It was written while the group was in India. Here's Paul McCartney with the story behind Oblady Oblada. We went on vacation, but we were in Rishikesh studying meditation with Maharishi. And um, we used to go to the clubs late at night, drink, dance, maybe a little food. And there was a friend of mine who I befriended in the clubs. He was an African guy. He was called Jimmy Scott. And he would say, Oblady, Oblada, life goes on, brah. And I would go, Oblady, Jimmy, you know. So uh, I wrote the song. And one thing I always love about the intro there, that... What happened was, me, George, and Ringo were kind of slaving over this. And John wasn't there yet. So we're not getting anywhere with it. Chinga, 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 chinga. It was thinking, oh God, this isn't, it's not happening. And John comes in to the studio. He says, what are you doing? I say, oh, bloody. He goes, oh, oh, that one. He goes over to the piano. He goes, all right, what can you And I say, hey. He goes, dun, 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 dun. And we all fall in behind him and go, yes.
Sit down.
Small Faces, taking us back to 1966 with Shalalala Lee. The Dutch rock band Golden Earring, known for Radar Love and Twilight Zone, with a deep cut from 1968, you heard Dong Dong Diki Digi Dong. And Steppenwolf at the top with Sookie Sookie. Here's another song with a title that's gobbledygook. It's Ted Nugent with Wango Tango.
Well, first of all, I couldn't even see his face. I couldn't see his face. He was holding a gun again. Um, I was thinking, this is a dangerous place. Well, this is a dangerous place.
That was King Crimson with Vela Hoon Jinjit, and that title is an anagram of Heat in the Jungle. And if you didn't know, Covington's very own Adrian Ballou was a member of the group. In fact, that voice that you heard in the middle of the song is Ballou talking about his experiences with Rastafarians and the London police. We are nearing the end of R.I.T.Y. I'm Ryan Jansen. It's been two hours of songs with nonsensical titles, and I've got one more for you. Just a brief reminder, you can always listen to Real and in the Years On Demand. The show is available on the Apple and Google Podcast apps, TuneIn, and the iHeartRadio app. Surprisingly, this was the only number one hit for Chuck Berry. From his 1972 album, The London Chuck Berry Sessions, here's My Ding-A-Ling. Well, in that case, he gives us one more to do. In that case, we got to... (laughs) We got to do our alma mater. We must do our alma mater. When I was a little bitty boy, my grandmother bought me a cute little toy. Silver bells hanging on a string. She told me it was my ding-a-ling-a-ling-o. took me to grammar school but I stopped off in the vestibule every time that bell would ring catch me playing with my You know what I heard? I heard, I hear two girls over here singing in harmony. That's all right, honey. This is a free country. Live like you want to live, baby. Yeah. Ain't nobody going to knock it, darling. Mm-mm. Yeah, freedom. Yes, sir. There's one guy right over here singing mine, too. That's all right, brother. Yes, sir. You got a right, baby. Ain't nobody going to bother you. Tell you. Once I was climbing the garden wall, I slipped and had a terrible fall. I fell so hard I heard bells ring, but held on to my
so beautiful. I think it's a beautiful little song. Really, I do. And guess what? Everybody's still not singing. There's a few right down front here that's not singing. We're going to dedicate this verse to those who will not sing. Yes, sir. Mmm, this here song, it ain't so sad. The cutest little song you ever had. Those of you who will not sing, you must be playing with your own ding-a-ling. Everybody, with my dinner. 